Our overseas correspondent this morning is the BBC Middle East analyst, editor and reporter Bastian Asher. Kia ora, Seb. Welcome to Nine to Noon. Hi, Brian. As expected, after that drone attack on the US base in Jordan killed American troops last weekend, American strikes are against Iran-backed militia across the Middle East, Yemen, Iraq, Syria, but not Iran. No. I mean, so far, that's very much the red line. I mean, it was probably the, the, the strikes which took place on Friday night were probably more extensive than had been expected. It was more than 80 targets in both countries. And the numbers of of people killed. Uh, I mean, we can't be sure, but the figures that that, that we've heard are around 40. Um, the US certainly tried to ensure that civilians weren't killed, if possible, and also tried to ensure, I think, that Iranian military weren't killed. I mean, a lot of Iranian military uh, are stationed as advisors in and around uh, Damascus. They played a, a vital role in supporting President Assad in the long-running conflict there and in Iraq to an extent as well. And there was time given, it was almost a week between the killing of the three US soldiers in Jordan and the strikes that took place. And I think part of that was to give time essentially for those Iranians to be pulled out so that there would not be a reason for um, a real escalation, which would be anything which looks like an actual conflict directly between Iran and the US. The scale of the attacks greater than many people expected. Was that strategic, do you think, from the United States or a message from the United States? I think both. I mean, I think very much what they're trying to say is that uh, this is meant to be a very clear message. And the message was not just in that. I mean, the, the other part of the message is to say that this is the beginning of a response, by no means the end, and that there'll be more steps that will be taken, some of which will be sort of made perhaps relatively clear beforehand, but the US suggesting that others may not. So uh, that message is essentially of um, um, of deterrence against any attacks that might put the remaining US personnel in danger. I mean, there aren't huge amounts left in either of the two countries, but they're substantial enough for them to have actually been a target for a long time. I mean, this hasn't just started the targeting by Iranian bat groups of those bases, but it's intensified, there's no doubt about that, since October the 7th, since the Hamas attack on Israel. And this is the deadliest attack that there's been in years. So this has moved it into, you know, uh, um, as I say, um, a higher intensity, but it hasn't moved it into that direct confrontation. And that's what we're seeing in the other spheres where Iranian proxies uh, are essentially facing Israeli and U.S. targets. We see that in Lebanon with Hezbollah. We see that in Yemen with the Houthis. All of them contain this risk, which we saw happen in the attack on Jordan, that although there's a red line, they're sort of staying in between. If you're going to be firing missiles, you're going to be firing rockets. And this applies also to the response by the U.S., by its allies, uh, the U.K. in particular, as far as the Houthis in Yemen are concerned. There's always the risk that it will go further than uh, was anticipated and there'll be a loss of civilian life, which would then move things into into a new phase. Seb, in the two and a half minutes we have left, and sorry about that, but I wonder about the West Bank and still mm. the danger that the West Bank will be drawn into where most Palestinians live, will be drawn into a wider war and efforts to avoid that and the likelihood that it might happen. 
And that's a good question. I mean, it's been bubbling under the whole time, but obviously obscured to, you know, to a large extent by the, you know, the 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 devastation, both in terms of human life and material destruction in Gaza, and before that, the attacks by Hamas and the and, and the people who were killed in Israel and the hostages. I mean, the 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 trouble in the occupied West Bank obviously is is a perennial issue in the Middle East. But it had been getting worse and worse in the year and a half leading up to the explosion in Gaza. And we've seen it get even worse, as we've seen all of these situations. All of these are existing situations, but they've all intensified since October the 7th. We've seen a much larger number of Palestinians killed by Israeli raids. We've seen Israel using more, uh, I mean, techniques where, where there are airstrikes. We're seeing also, as again, a development of what was already happening a greater, I mean, a greater sense of people in the occupied West Bank of the Palestinians that they have no truck with any kind of compromise, not just with Israel, but with their own leadership, their nominal leadership, uh, the Palestinian Authority, and that they were in any case looking towards more militancy, towards a more radical response. Hamas certainly itself has gone up its reputation, its support within the occupied West Bank. But it's not Hamas, I think, one needs to think about there. It's other smaller homegrown groups that have developed, which don't have affiliations with these bigger groups. That's what we really need to watch. And the the issue is also, you know, intensified with more activity from the settlers. We've seen uh, at the start of this year rampages by settlers in villages uh, where uh, the Palestinians live. They have been um, they 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 they've been criticised. They've been condemned very strongly, even by Israel's strongest ally, uh, the US. Some very very limited sanctions have been placed on those settlers, but it's that ratcheting up of all of these existing tensions that is the real concern, and the feeling that whatever happens in Gaza, you know, if 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 a, if a temporary ceasefire is brought in, if at some point there's a full ceasefire, those issues which have always been around have got worse and are not going to get any better they're not going to be you're not going to be able to put them back in the books 